0: So uh my Lent commitment of giving up ride shares lasted uh however many days between Good Friday and now. Um but in It's Monday. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> calm down. Um Good Friday. Every Friday is Good Friday. Um so we're wait like I get a car and we pick up a second passenger because lift shared rides and this girl is like across the street and it's across van ness and for those of you who don't live in san francisco and put up with the van ness rapid project um basically like they're tearing up one of our major thoroughfares to make it easier for pedestrians and harder for cars which like i support um (laughs) but like it makes construct makes it really hard to like walk around and you have to Wait a lot of light cycles. Anyway, this girl, like, across the street. And so she starts crossing. And my Uber's, my Lyft driver or whatever is like, yeah, like, you know, I'll wait here. But just beware. Like, there's a bus coming. And I'm kind of parked in the bus lane. And, like, if you park in front of the bus in a bus lane, like, they take a picture of you. And you can get a ticket for it. Um, So the girl's, like, hurrying to come over. She gets in the car. Or, like, she's about to close the door. And she's like, oh, no. Like, I just dropped my AirPod. <laughs> and the driver and I are just like okay like like what do you want to do and she was like well like I'll cancel and like the driver comes really nice, and she's like well I'll just pull around the corner and we'll wait so we pull around the corner we're waiting and like you see like the bus coming and this girl's like standing out in front of the street like or standing out in the street in front of the bus like crouched in front of the car like or cat crashed in front, of, like, in the bus lane, and the bus is, like, honking at her, and she's not getting out of the road because she is, like, desperately searching in the street for this AirPod, and we were like, we're going to see this girl die. She's going to get hit by a bus. Like, the bus driver's not stopping. So, like, bus, like, slams on his brakes, starts, like, honking at her, yelling at her. She's, like, in the middle of the street, like, starts crying. We're just, like... So, uh, do you own a pair of AirPods? No. All right. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. I I have cords on on my earbuds. This is awkward. So, like, the girl gets in the car, and we're all just like kind of quiet for a little bit. And after a little while, Cassandra goes like, "Girl, I can't believe you almost just sacrificed yourself for a fucking earbud." <sighs> <laughs> like, oh shh. Like this girl's like sobbing And the Uber driver Or the Lyft driver's just was giving her shit And it was so awkward Anyway, <laughs> I'm home now And I did not witness anybody get murdered So um, Gave her a 5 star rating That's
1: that's good because if you had This would be a far less <laughs> Far less entertaining part of your evening
0: <laughs> Right Entertaining have, being like, the
1: wrong word Yeah No but No,
0: no. <laughs> She no, was but... like actually a little upset that it wasn't how it happened, but thanks.
2: I know. Um, I was getting ready to hear about this person dying, and then Kira just nods along like, "Anyway, how's your night?" Yeah.
0: Anyway, she didn't get killed. It's um, okay. But I'll, yeah, like...
1: I'll edit it, and it'll make it sound like she just died, and we moved on. It'd be great. <laughs> no. yeah,
0: um, you'll, you'll, you'll
2: cut it from she didn't die to she did die. Like
0: honestly, she did. Honestly, though, I mean, I. I don't know whether to be impressed or disturbed by just like her I don't know if it was like belief that this bus would not hit her or like her like sincere emotional dedication to an AirPod.
2: Bro, if like, you paid Yeah, if like, you paid for a pair of AirPods, you wouldn't want to be losing them either. I would rather be hit by a bus than lose my fucking AirPods. They're expensive like, as shit.
0: It also just begs the question, like, why are you buying AirPods in the first place?
2: Because they're very nice.
0: And there's David who owns a pair. So
2: I lost David. mine at David's house, and then I tried to steal them from. I tried to steal David's. Oh, is that what he you did? Was too cl- He was too clever. No, I, I mean I didn't mean to. Oh, they're not oh, very, that's right, They're not like. Right. Yeah, they weren't visually distinct or whatever. Yeah, and then I was like, "Why aren't they pairing?" When I was like in the car going to your or going to the what you call it train station, um, and you're like, "I think those are mine," and I was like, "I don't think they are." And Lord, surprise, they were. David was they right.
0: Were.
2: I'm yeah, not always I right. Mean, I just think I am always right. I really should put a sticker on mine. I think well, we all should.
0: Yes, I think they should all come. Tess has light.
2: stickers. Does she have good ones? Um well the ones
1: that she put on me was a hamster should... and a cat oh.
2: with a hamster. No, we, we yeah, should get pokemon stickers. We should get pokemon stickers and put those on there.
0: Aren't all pokemon basically variations of ham- hamsters and cats and like maybe f- a dragon? Kind the of.
2: first 150 the first 150 were based off of animals. Um but after that they slowly start becoming things like ice cream cones and piles of trash.
0: That's right.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and like one is a cactus and yeah. actually
2: several. And I, I, I didn't even like make those up. Those are real Pokemon. No, they, are have, real. they have one that is a How ice many cream Pokemon cone.
0: are there now? Uh,
2: at least 150 or more to see. To be a Pokemon <laughs> master is my destiny. Oh, Jesus. I believe the current number is
1: at 806
0: really?
2: <laughs> I believe it's somewhere around exactly <laughs> 806. It might be 802. I mean, it's no, we... it's
1: 807. That was close.
0: Wow. Wow, David. How dare you be off by one integer on this well, incredibly it's, informed Well,
1: it's because it's the last time I looked, there was only one that the game data was available, but there was actually no way of obtaining it. So, thus 806. Oh,
0: the elusive eight oh seven.
1: Yeah.
2: You you should have you should have just said that you were counting them with an index base of zero.
1: That would have been smarter. I was counting yeah. them with an index base It'd of 0 It That'd have been
2: nerdier. Yeah. A little uh,
0: bit. Well, if you hadn't we're said that I could
1: talking. edit it in.
0: We're already talking <laughs> about how David knows the approximate number, plus or minus one
1: of Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, one's a pretty decent margin of error.
2: Length minus Oh, Yeah, one. I would agree. Yeah. <clears throat> That, that, that's a lot closer than I would have guessed. I would have guessed like mid seven hundreds. Yes, I stopped paying attention alert, after Generation the Three. Yeah,
1: we're we're getting a Nintendo Switch in September, just in anticipation for the eighth generation.
2: Sword and Shield.
1: Yep. Which is that what it is? Yeah, I don't, yeah. I'm not crazy it, about the it, names, but I'm I'm gonna reserve judgment it, on the games till I see them.
2: Yeah, it's because it's based out of like Britain, so they're trying to go with like a British theme. Okay.
0: uh Oh. Well, that that'll obviously get them going.
2: Yeah, so all the Pokemon are gonna have really bad teeth now. They're gonna be obsessed with <laughs> crumpets and tea. Mm-hmm.
1: And the storyline is gonna be centered around a public that doesn't know what's good for them and tries to leave the European <laughs> Union.
0: Oh. Ash, why won't you vote for Brexit?
1: <laughs> because I feel like we're being manipulated.
2: And, and it's all being days. run by. Yeah, it's all being run by Nurse Theresa May.
0: oh well done
1: Yeah, uh, how was your sports weekend?
0: You know, I am, at, at my greatest, I am tied for third in my bracket groups. So, generally speaking, it was not the best performance. You know what would have
2: done your brackets better? If you would have picked Oregon into the Sweet 16!
0: Uh, Woo! Go Ducks! Yeah, I didn't right, even do here. that. here. <laughs> you, you now, you I'm have, stoked, starting now... I did that. We have 30 seconds to talk about how great it is that Oregon's in the Sweet 16. Starting, wait, wait, hold on. I got to get my timer. Uh, don't don't uh,
1: worry. There will be more standby. 30
0: seconds in the future. Say bye and go.
2: Honestly, I'm not even really surprised at the Oregon's in the Sweet 16 because that team is beastly. Kenny Wooten is a monster on defense. And then offensively, he gets rebounds. He is all over the fucking place. And then when you match that with Peyton Pritchard, that kid is unstoppable, shooting threes for days. And that jump back, oh, my God, great teammate. And it's all capped together because Dana Altman is an underrated coach. I swear to God. No one talks about how great he is. But Dana Altman,
0: top 10 coach in the country. Well done, thank you. It's almost like you rehearsed that. I know, right? <laughs> you time yourself in thirty-second intervals in the mirror.
2: <laughs> yeah, but not for my speeches. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> so um,
0: no, they did actually, show
2: they did show the graphic
1: during the game. Dan Alman has a as a point before the win, and so I don't know how that affected it. But his win percentage as a head coach for Oregon was point seven one one.
0: So seventy one percent.
1: Uh, 71 and one tenth of a percent
0: yeah there it is baby uh no honestly you're right i mean the fact that he has kept oregon as a basketball program prominent nationally and probably like one of the few pac 12 teams that's seen consistent success mm-hmm. in the postseason for so long and the fact that he has yet to really kind of obtain any major credit for it outside of the like west coast media
2: except because for bill walton
0: yeah. <laughs> well okay first of all Bill Walton is a fucking saint I honestly uh, don't think yeah. the man could hurt anything in the world like if you gave him an ant to step on he would name it and start a jam band with it <laughs> <laughs> like just fucking Bill
1: it's obnoxiously yeah, Bill. accurate
0: <laughs> it's so yep. true he would get a is. little tie dye shirt and hippie sunglasses that the hipsters in San Francisco wear
2: true
1: and then, um, did you see the thing recently? I, I think it was this is a couple weeks ago. But I don't think we ever talked about it, where he just left to go pee. Podcast.
2: Also, I, I would like to put a little correction in there. Sorry. <coughs> did you fuck they, up, Jay? No, you did. Because you okay, said that cool. he's just he's kept uh, the Dana Almonds kept um, the ducks as a basketball powerhouse. No, he took a they're shitty not a powerhouse so
0: that they're relevant.
2: Sorry, kept them as relevant. They he took them from a shitty team because like when the, I started, their star was Kazemi, and Kazemi yep. was good, but it was around a very shitty team. We had another white kid at the time whose name eludes me at the time at the moment. But They're point is, it's true. They all have great work ethics and shoot great threes. Um,
0: <laughs> and <laughs> none of them want to be rappers. Up their faces. <laughs> like all of them would love to Except be through. in a rap video.
2: Yeah. Um. But no, he took a very like mediocre at best team and turned them into consistent play- consistent teams. Even when players fall off, he's still able to take them and ma- put them into the tournament. Okay, like, I'm always impressed.
0: That's not invalidating what I said. I'm saying he has kept no. them there. I'm not saying he didn't have them. No, I, I, I did not go I, that I, far back.
2: I agree with you. I'm just saying okay. he started with even worse, and now he's keeping them
0: there. Oh, okay. So basically, we all agree. Yeah, yeah, and we should probably not stop splitting into factions in our own parties.
2: Yes, okay.
1: what's what's cool here though? Uh, looking at the bracket, Oregon is the only team above a seed five left.
2: Mm-hmm. The only unsung giant, or whatever the fuck the phrase is.
0: Wait, what? Michigan's two.
1: No, but that's what I'm saying. Is Oregon's twelve?
0: Oh, Auburn oh, I'm is sorry. five. I'm sorry.
1: They're the next closest. I'm-
0: I'm mixing up the, like, above being in the rankings versus, like, oh, just, higher in numerical, no, just numerical
2: value. value. yeah. All right. Well, a- that's be- that's because uh, the only other, like, big upset in the first round was UC Irvine over Kansas State.
0: That's true. Yeah, yeah I mean, honestly, everything has been pretty valid. We definitely thought Virginia was going to lose in the first round. Um, wait, mm-hmm. no, didn't Liberty knock off a number five?
2: Miss State. You're right. Yeah, yeah, so they knocked they lost them in the off. Round.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you know, they got past that first. Um, but, but
1: this this is how I look at it. I, I heard somebody saying that like uh they're like oh Auburn it was such a boring Well they're like, Oh, it's such a boring weekend, like all the chalk like went through and stuff and it's like Did you okay. watch
0: any of the games, bro?
2: Well well first off, some
1: some of the games are good, like particularly like Duke and uh um shit like, UCF. UCF. Okay. And then uh,
0: Kentucky and Wofford was amazing.
1: And then I really enjoyed uh, Oregon's game, obviously. Um yeah. <laughs> and, and I think I think actually it was State it was Auburn actually
0: was good for a starter.
1: But say I think the Oregon game actually had you know an up and down. You know they were dominant in the beginning, and then they came out of the half and suddenly it was like oh shit are they gonna blow this? And then no they didn't. But like they at least made it interesting in the second half for anybody who decided to stick okay. around and wasn't already a mm-hmm. fan.
0: Whoa, whoa whoa first of all. So did Wofford, Kentucky in the second round. Wofford was the seventh seed, and they yep. made it interesting. They had, like, five lead changes in the last, like, ten minutes or something stupid like that. I don't even remember that actual stat, but okay. they were going back and forth.
2: Also, that uh, Murray State uh, – who did they put? Marquette game.
0: Marquette. Oh, that was so good.
2: Dude, that kid's drop back was insane.
0: <laughs>
1: but so here's, here's my no, – right. the, the thing that I was hearing today was that people were saying this whole thing was boring – because like the the higher seed, or sorry, the lower or higher seeds, I don't know, lower numerical value, higher uh, expected win total seeds um, went through. But on the other hand, since so often in the in past tournaments we've had these big upset games, you end up getting like these disappointing games later on. Like, isn't it kind of cool to have such good teams left that we kind of have some really good games to look forward to?
0: Yeah, I like that point. I mean, no, I'm you, never you happy see...
1: when Duke's alive. <laughs> well, Duke, Duke outside of, outside of.
0: Yeah, Ohio State lost. That's fine. Um, yes. No, I mean, it's really, really hard. It's hard to argue that because, like, for me, the reason that I really appreciate the tournament is because you get those kids like, those teams that because they win their conference championships, they have the opportunity to make it into the second rally. The first round for me is always where it's gonna be. Like, I, I feel like I haven't actually. I didn't watch the championship last year when Nova won, um, hmm. because like it wasn't Aren't like you it a was Michigan a fan. Yeah, hmm. let's not talk about that. Um, <laughs> but like ultimately, those first two days of like the round of sixty four. Are always my favorite because of that reason. And like when people are like, oh, it's boring, I just want to see the powerhouse teams. I'm like, first of all, you're probably not even going to watch like the Elite Eight or the Final Four matchups. You're just going to tune in to the final game and get drunk. And then like you're going to get a show because yes, chances are those two teams will statistically be two of the better teams because you actually have more opportunities over a shorter period of time for them to be tested. Whereas like the first round obviously is luck. I
2: don't feel like there's enough disparity to be like, oh, only the finals are good, because like the first rounds full of crazy good teams, even ones that wouldn't have had the opportunity. Because basketball, the parity is much different than like football. Because like football, it's like yeah, the powerhouse team is going to win most of the time. But in basketball, it's like it, it's much more in a given Sunday, which is really funny because it's a football reference. But <laughs> yeah, um, accurate. But it's it is very much so. You know. You've got five guys, and if they start gelling together, no matter what, they have a shot to take down, Duke.
1: There's, there's yep. a lot more finesse to it than there is with yeah. in football, with the exception of maybe the quarterback.
2: Yeah. yeah,. but like if you have a big offensive line, you can power through you know a, a defensive line that's 50 pounds lighter than you on average. It's, yeah. you're just going to be able to run down their throat. You can't get those you know, direct physical mismatches in basketball to some extent.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think also there's something to be said about how, like, there is a palpable energy around a lot of these matchups from mm. the first round. Like, I mean, football, like it has, like, that big arena feel, like a really huge stage, whereas, like, like March Madness specifically, you are so concentrated in this little fucking arena in probably, like, middle of nowhere, Iowa, or, like... <laughs> in somewhere... I mean, I don't even know where the other sites are. One's in, like, San Diego, I think. One was in San Jose. Um, Like, arena capacities are a little smaller, so that contributes to it. Plus, like, you have the fans of these 16-seed through 12-seed teams who are like, oh my gosh, like, this is happening. We're so proud. I'm a proud alum. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go because it's not all the way across the country for me sometimes. And so, like, you get kind of that extra extra bump to it like it's not like the stadium is packed by any means like it will be for the final four for the final championship game um but I feel like you just play at or the fans come at that level most of the time I like it I really do I I feel I feel like my favorite part of the tournament's now over though so yeah I'm like all right
1: you, you lose some of that that uh Home crowd aspect at this point. Yeah,
0: well, because let's Mm -hmm. see, let's see what um,
1: Oregon's playing in Louisville, for instance.
0: Yeah, well, and Louisville's out, right? Yeah, I'm I'm
1: saying the location, not the team.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is that KFC Yum Stadium? Because that is one of the greatest stadium (laughs) names ever. I believe arenas in
1: in Louisville, Kentucky. Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, it's so great! Like literally, just. $50 $50 to that marketing team.
2: It's right across the street from the Evan Williams bourbon distillery.
0: Wait, are you serious?
2: hmm
0: Oh, my God. So who wants to go to Louisville, Kentucky? <laughs>
2: uh, <clears throat> um, I've been to Louisville, Kentucky. It's, um, it's a skippable place. Just going to throw that out there.
0: As in you skip down the streets? <laughs> Unless you're a basketball
1: yeah. recruit, am I right?
2: Yeah, then you go and get, you know, you got your own brothel set up. Go for it. <laughs> One second. We're, we're bringing this up. Cuz David hasn't seen it.
0: Um, I will say I have to hop off in a couple of minutes because I have to call my mom.
1: Yeah, whatever. You Definitely need to give her a call. Yep.
2: Yeah, just let us know if you're not going to be able to come back so we can plan accordingly while we're going. Oh, we'll try we'll, we'll try to fill the space in between.
1: We'll talk about some tennis because I'm very appreciative to Jay's tennis bets.
2: I'm, I'm making David money left and right right now.
0: Really? Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's David's favorite thing in life.
1: He hit a parlay mm. yesterday and he's, he hit another one today.
0: Oh, that's what you said. Mm. I thought you put that bet on David and I was just God like, no. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask the question. I don't know <laughs> what I'm doing well, with tennis. Well, I guess I guess he's just da- into a new...
2: David does, David doesn't even understand the scoring enough to understand what the lines mean.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it,
1: it literally just said, it said uh, so-and-so minus three. And he was like, yeah, that person covers. I was like, I know what that means. <laughs> I have no idea what minus three is. It's tennis. I don't... I, is it like, if I go like like 10 to 20, that's 10 points. But if I go from like... Shit, I don't even know what your messed up scoring system is for that sport. Like all of a sudden it's forty, and it's like, how did we get here?
2: Yeah, here's a, well, it's kind of actually interesting. I, I looked it up the other day because it's it, it makes no sense. Because like in a, in a game, you go fifteen to thirty, like so you score you start at this love is love that which which means zero zero. Then you go fifteen to fifteen, then you go thirty, which makes sense. But then the next step is forty, and then it's game.
1: See, the scoring system's so absurd I couldn't even properly make fun of it.
2: Yeah. So here's why it is or what I've found in my internet research which made the most sense. No oh. one actually knows for sure, but what, what someone was saying was that back in however long ago, the way they would score it was or they keep score was with a using a clock. So then they would increment it so you know, a quarter of the way, you would get 15 points. Then halfway you get thirty, but then for the next one because you have to win by two, it wouldn't really. You couldn't go like forty-five and then get halfway between forty-five and sixty to say that you have advantage. So they said they put it at forty. Then if you have the advantage, then it goes to fifty, and then if it goes back to deuce, it goes back down to forty. It's kind of weird, but at least it made a little bit more sense. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't
1: really help me much. I still think it's weird.
2: <laughs> it, it, it's weird. You, you it, kind of lost.
0: It. You went through like the time.
2: Yeah. Well, it's because for it, it's it's a scoring system made by French people. French people are weird. All right. That's why we call it love instead of zero because like it was based off of love, I guess, which means something in French. I feel that. Yeah.
1: So it's not saying, like, oh, I really love tennis?
2: No. No.
0: I don't. No. <laughs>
2: Accurate.
1: Yes, you can speak French. I didn't know you knew how to do that.
2: <laughs> oui. but I, But I've heard juniors before scoring it as just, like, one, two, three, and that makes way more sense.
1: Yep, that's what I would do.
2: Yeah.
0: Wait, that's not what people do?
1: And people would be like, that's not how you score. And I'd be like, yeah, and it's football, not soccer. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then David starts (laughs) to fight.
2: (laughs) We 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 score tennis on the metric system here. (laughs) Or on the uh, (laughs) imperial system. (laughs) But it's dumb. Actually, it, it feels more like metric because it would be incrementing better.
1: Like the Point issue is, I'm having is your description of why it is that way. Like, makes sense if I'm a person who just go like doesn't know what to do when things don't add up. It's like nobody's doing the math. Like, if you just say, "Hey, you have to have advantage to go through this ge- or to win this game," person goes, "Yeah, I know what that means. Like, I don't need a yeah. complex scoring system to explain this to me. It's like trying to teach me fractions in reverse."
2: Yeah, because like the basic premise is. You have to be the first to score four points and then win by two. And that's how each game is played.
1: Exactly. I know what this means. We can use ones and twos and threes and fours.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, it's just the first person to win six games, wins the set, win by two. With some tie breaking exceptions, but we won't worry about that right now. And then the person who wins the match is whoever wins two out of three sets. (laughs)
1: Granted, I say this as somebody who also hates the PK in soccer.
2: Yeah, we're we're gonna when I come down there next, we're gonna play Mario tennis. And
1: uh... I, I thought you were gonna say we're gonna like shoot PKs. I was like, I'm perfectly willing to shoot on you as in goal.
2: <laughs> I fear for my face if that happens. No, no, I
1: I'll shoot for the corners. Don't worry.
2: Okay, I um
0: by the corners he means your dick.
2: What? <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> Everything's fine.
2: Corner is French for tip. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm terrible at goalie, so never put me there.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm kidding. Don't worry.
2: Yeah. Not even like because I'm undersized to be a goalie. Uh, Though I have to be no clear, you are. Throwing... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, that's why I said not just because of that. Yeah. <laughs> but because my instinct is not to throw myself in front of the ball.
1: I'm just saying because I'm technically undersized to be a goalie.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. You totally have to be, like, lanky and tall.
1: Like six, but- six one, six three, like somewhere around there is, like, perfect because you're still nimble enough to, to jump and stuff.
2: Yeah. Fun fact, uh, that's what Manute Bull was doing before they recruited him to play basketball. Oh, really? Yeah, he's play- he was playing goalie in soccer, and someone called him up and was like, have you guys seen this goalie? <laughs>
1: Interesting. We need did to you, make him play basketball. Did you hear that's how about how uh, Yusuf Nurkic got dra- or got uh, recruited into the N- NBA?
2: No. What? Some what? guy
1: just like heard a story about, and and I'm retelling this from like what I heard on TV. So don't shoot messenger if this is turns out not to be wrong. But also do send me the link if you find out I'm wrong. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. Apparently like some some scout like heard of just like this really tall sheriff in like a town over in uh I think it's Bosnia and Herzegovina. Um and what so was he was one It's it's one one country but Bosnia and Herzegovina. I, oh. I pronouncing that incorrectly. There's like an H E R I don't I don't
2: know. I know of Bosnia
1: well, it's it's not just one place. It's the, anyways. They call him the Bosnian beast. Um,
2: yeah, I'm not. I'm not question, I I just don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm like seventy five percent confident. I'm right on the pronunciation of that place. Um,
0: but anyway, I'm almost yeah, sure you didn't. Anyway.
1: Oh no no no! Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm almost seventy five percent sure on the white pronunciation of that place. There you go.
2: Okay. There. <laughs> there. Well... anyway sorry continue
1: Um, yeah so so like a NBA scout just like heard of this super tall uh, sheriff over there in like a town and just like went there and was like hey do you possibly like have any kids and like he had Yusuf and like they got Yusuf into basketball and now he's the star star center of the Portland Trailblazers
0: now here we are so many years and now you know
1: or maybe you don't, like, because if you sure look sure. it up, if you Google it, you've done more effort at verifying that story than I have. I just heard it on television.
0: We can Google it somewhere, I'm sure. Uh, I
2: trust the TV. The TV doesn't have a reason to lie.
1: I mean it was during a Trailblazers game, but you know.
2: See? Well,
0: they don't have
1: a
2: reason cool. to lie.
1: I don't mean that I saw yeah. this on Ancient Aliens or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then he descended from the Ether. <laughs> Okay, uh, I will text you guys what the deal is. All right. Okay. Okay.
1: Bye. Bye. So, Jay, is Kyrgios going to win this tournament?
2: Um, let me see. Has he ever won a tournament?
1: Like yeah. a main, like a like large tournament that is. Um, let's see.
2: What has Kyrgios won?
1: I don't mean like um, college.
2: I, or... I, I think he's won it. Yeah, I think he's won a Masters One Thousand. He's definitely won some like smaller tournaments, but. Oh, he has one career title, one.
1: One. Um, I was wondering which it is seems still, like, better, it seems better, like in, still better than most. But I say it seems like at least in the early part of his career, maybe still he he had a tendency to rage quit.
2: Oh, sorry, that's singles. He has five. T- he has five titles. Um, yeah, no, he's got he's got a real issue with like tanking, but I I'm still not even sure if that's tanking or if it's just his demeanor. It it's such a weird thing with him. I swear one day I want to make my own thirty for thirty and it's gonna be called uh the Cur- The Curious Case of Curios. <laughs> because he's such a he's such a fascinating just person. Um but let's look what we got. Joker
1: I mean I've said it before, he's my favorite tennis player to watch, but that's mostly because I don't know tennis and also because I like drama.
2: See, and that's why I think he's the most important person for the sport. Because People know him. <laughs> he is a dramatic person, yeah. and he sparks controversy. Like, Look at tennis in its heyday. It was people like John McEnroe, Andre Agassi, Jimmy Connors, all these very like controversial players that even if you didn't care about the sport, you would tune in because you're like, that dude is going to yell about some pigeons or some shit.
1: Yeah, we care a whole lot more about that, and especially when they're good, but we care a whole lot more about that than we do about like, Hey, Federer might break the all-time record of whatever, which I'm sure is something he did at some point.
2: (laughs) Not he he just did that like a couple weeks ago.
1: Okay, great. But anyway,
2: he (laughs) he has the most, he broke a hundred titles, which is a huge thing anyway. Um, but no, yeah, that's, I mean, that's why I think he's very important for the sport because love him or hate him. If I told you that Nick curious is playing, there's a chance that you would tune in, uh, because you're like, wow, that's gonna be a story. At least, if what it was if I a major, see him do some
1: crazy? At least if it was a major competition. Like if you said, oh yo, do you want to watch the like, Curious event? And I'd be like, oh yeah, Wimbledon's on, huh? Like like then I would <laughs> then I would be like definitely down to do it. If you had like texted me and was like, yo, on ESPN two, Curious is pl- about to start playing uh, in the you know third round of the Miami Open, which is what I think they're in right now. Like, if Uh, I was at home and around the TV, I would turn it on and watch it. But, Mm -hmm. like, only, like, still, what I'm getting at here is still with tennis, the only way that, like, I'm planning around it is we're talking about, you know, semifinals or finals of Wimbledon or something like that.
2: Yeah. But if I tell you that Novak Djokovic is about to play, you wouldn't really care. Like, you'd care a little bit because you're like, oh, yeah, that guy's a good player, I think.
1: Yeah, I couldn't tell you what he looks like.
2: Yeah. I couldn't tell you um, what color
1: his hair is. I have no idea if he's one of the taller or shorter players.
2: He's lanky and Serbian looking. Okay. Um but yeah. and that's why I think Kyrgios is actually very important for the sport. I could uh, tell you what Fedor looks
1: like. Like I could pick him you out could, of
2: the lineup. Oh yeah. He's got a very princely look.
1: That's a good way of putting Prince
2: it. Prince fed. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good way of putting he's it. He's the he's the tennis tennis pedigree.
1: From but, uh, Switzerland, I did, right?
2: Yeah, the goat. I did think it was funny though. Uh, so Swiss goat cheese. Ah, uh, Angelique Kerber was playing against um, Bianca Andreescu. Trying to make sure I got those names right. She she's new to the scene, so I don't always know him. But But uh, she's playing against her the other day, and uh, it was, it was kind of the match got a little ugly. And when they went to shake hands afterwards, Kerber goes up to this young, I think she's 18-year-old girl, and uh, she called her a drama queen after their match. She said she was the biggest drama queen she'd ever known, which obviously already a bad move because the match is over, but whatever. Yeah. But then Kerber goes on to Twitter and posts this, like, tough battle out there last night. Congrats to Bianca Andreescu for a great performance and a well-deserved win. And so then Nick Kyrgios responded to that tweet with brush. You said she's a drama queen and then post this. <laughs> I
1: <laughs> love fucking, it. I love the it. Fucking
2: call out was so tasty.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. See, that's, that's exactly what tennis needs is shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. like tennis, tennis needs like a couple Deshawn Deshaun Jackson's like,
2: yeah, because those personalities are big and they're exciting. I love the big three as players, or big four, but Hold god, they're fucking boring. Even, let's
1: see if I can even name the four. So Federer, Jokic, mm-hmm. I've got those two right. Close enough, yep. Uh, Andy
2: Murray? Yeah, that's the lesser of the four.
1: Who just had to retire, right?
2: Um, yeah, he's trying to keep going, but... No, uh, no, nah, nah, I'm killing, he's this. I'm killing he, this. He's an <laughs> Okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um... I can't that, that think, was? I can't think of your number four is. You sure? Um
2: I'll give you a hint, he's Spanish. He's like the caveman guy.
1: The what? Isn't he the caveman guy? Djokovic? No, no. Or
2: the, the, the one you're missing. The one I'm missing. I don't why he, why would he be the caveman guy? Doesn't he vaguely
1: know. look like the like like he could be the Caveman guy for Geico? Maybe I'm wrong.
2: No, no. It's not that guy, okay. <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> We're talking about somebody who juices on steroids.
1: Juices on steroids.
2: Um, but has never been called on it, so it's all good.
1: A tennis player who juices? Mm-hmm. No,
2: I don't Coming
1: know. Coming up blank, huh? Yeah,
2: Rafael know. Nadal.
1: Oh, yeah, him.
2: Yeah. they the. There's not a lot of speculation that he juices because he'll show up to like one tournament looking kind of skinny and kind of moving kind of slow. And then like two weeks later, he'll show up to something and just be like fucking massive. <laughs> You're like, uh, what have you been eating?
1: Yeah, that's who I was thinking as the caveman guy. Oh, really? Yeah, it's his eyebrows.
2: Mm. I think the funniest thing about Nadal to me is um, whenever he plays. Everybody has their, like, tendencies, the things that they do when they're playing. It's just whatever. But his thing that he does, every time, without fail, he will um, pick his pants out of his ass. So he'll reach in there, grab a nose his ass, and then he'll grab his nose and, like, yank on his nose. But it's like, dude, don't do it in that order. Switch yeah.
1: it. Yeah, yikes, dude. Don't uh...
2: Grab no... Because it looks like he's just trying to smell his own asshole. Yeah. Which, if that's what he's into, I guess, go for it, but...
1: Maybe not in the middle of a tennis match, so yeah. Um, so this picture it's, I put in the, in the group chat here, yeah that, yeah, that is a caveman who recently shaved and put a suit on. I guess I'm sure of it.
2: Oh, yeah, he's also balding at a very young age, which is another good indicator of uh the juice. Oh, I thought
1: you were saying being a caveman.
2: No, he's not Encino Man, I don't think. Also, another thing that he loves to do, which I think is hilarious, if you ever get a chance to listen to a Rafael Nadal interview, um, without failure, he will call his opponent unbelievable, but he will say it as, yeah, he just played unbelievable out there. Unbelievable. (laughs) That man has said the word unbelievable more times than I could ever count, and he has never said it right. Not once. It sounded like he
1: just tried to say it like he was Irish.
2: Yeah, it, it's unbelievable, honestly.
1: Like, like suddenly you were Conor McGregor.
2: <laughs> oh, please kill me if that ever happens. <laughs> but yeah, so that's fun. Curios um, also sparked a little controversy. I, I wouldn't say controversy, I guess, but a, a little bit of talk when uh, he was playing against somebody the other night, and the guy was like. So, Kyrgios hits a very big serve, so a lot of times when you have a big server, you'll step back, take a few steps back before you receive, so that way you can uh, have more reaction time. So this guy was a, a good amount behind the baseline, so Kyrgios is pretending to bounce the ball before a serve, and then he just underhands the ball for a little, like, basically drop shot serve that ended up being an ace. <laughs> kind of a dick move, but 100% amazing.
1: Yeah, you sent me the video, and I was just like, "I love this."
2: <laughs> and honestly, like, you know, people will think like, "Oh, it's that's a dirty play, whatever." Nothing but like, like that. he should do that because he's got a big serve, big enough that the guy like stood a bunch of feet behind the baseline. If you had, a, if you're in the middle of a point and you had somebody that far behind the baseline, you'd hit a drop shot so that way they'd have to try and run and try and get in. Why not do it on a serve? I'm, I'm all about those kinds of things. I'm
1: all for trickery in general in sports. Like mm-hmm. as long as it's as long as it's in the rule of play. Like let's do it. So yep. we used to do a thing in practice. We would never do it in a game, but we'd do a thing in practice where when we were taking PKs, when you go to yeah. plant your left foot instead of planting it next to the ball, you just purposely like kick the ball with your left foot so the goalie wasn't expecting the ball to come all of a sudden. They're oh, expecting yeah. a plant like kick and instead you just plant it on the ball and and, and send it toward the net. But, never but you still come the through with
2: the, the off foot afterwards, right?
1: Yeah, it's like a dummy follow-through.
2: Yeah, yeah. I like it.
1: Yep. We do that.
2: The pro the problem though is that tennis is a very um traditionalist and uppity sport. I know. Crazy. I'm shocked. You would you wouldn't think it? Just I, look from the outside looking it in, I know.
1: They all it seem is. so down to earth.
2: I know. This is how bad it is. Um, Nick Kyrgios a couple years ago was playing Wimbledon, and the rules of Wimbledon are you have to wear all white. Uh, you, there's some variations that you Obviously, can do.
1: Obviously, white is right.
2: I feel you, but it's it, you <laughs> know it's a classic. It's a classic Wimbledon look. Is the Wimbledon whites
1: right?
2: And Nick Curios put on a Wimbledon headband that you could buy in the pro shop but it was kind of colorful it had white outlines it was still white-ish but it was it had some color they made him turn it inside out in the middle of the match because it didn't adhere to the outfit guidelines that they had yeah that's- like it's literally the ones that they were selling in the pro shop for someone <laughs> to take home i couldn't believe it i was like are you fucking kidding me
1: that's obnoxious
2: Yeah, no, it, it's a it's a very uppity sport very elitist sport yeah I'm seeing that yeah but that doesn't mean that the underdogs can't rise up through it or anything like that there are some very strong rags to riches stories and then there are some very traditional elitist stories
1: it's funny because it feels like golf is in a similar vein where like you get some really uppity people Mm -hmm. about golf but at the same time like I can go play 18 holes and drink five beers Yeah, it's like it's like there's there's like severe extremes on this sport. Like the courses that you don't have a membership fee from, it's just fucking whatever you want.
2: Oh yeah, (laughs) and one of the greatest of all times in golf was Seve Ballesteros, and he was very very rags to riches story. Like he grew up hitting cow turds with a stick on his on a farm, and slowly became a golfer from that. It's incredible. Um. So at least with golf, you have arguably a goat uh, doing that kind of stuff. But yeah, um, other news in the world of sports, Gronkowski is retired.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's going to go move back to his college dorm room in Arizona.
2: (laughs) Just do keg stands every
1: morning for the rest of his life. He said, I really miss this lifestyle. That's what I want to go back to. Like, you could afford a mansion. He's like, yeah, but the dorms were so much fun.
2: He's going to go and be like, Gronk happy, Gronk drink. (laughs) I don't understand why he's retiring. Like, most other football players will be like, oh, yeah, go and pursue some other thing. But, like, what else does Gronkowski have? His only marketable skill is catching things and running into people.
1: Somebody else made the joke that uh, ESPN should go after him for Monday Night Football and. I'm in for two games.
2: (laughs) I watched him on drop the mic and I never want to hear him freestyle again.
1: No, I'm, I'm willing, I'm willing to cringe through it for two games. I don't want him to be there after that, but
2: I cringe through it for three minutes. Way too much. much. Jane, the Virgin destroyed him.
1: Yeah. He's not, uh, I imagine like, like how, how long until he does actually, he might've already done, um, has he done one of the roast? Ba- they're the Comedy Central roasts. I'll bet he has.
2: I don't know. Steve O, he did this. No, sorry, Steve O did one, and that's basically the same person. Well, it probably actually, will go just as well.
1: well. Steve O actually does like one man stand up shows.
2: Yeah, well, he bombed on this roast. I do remember that. Okay. Oh so- no, it wasn't Steve O. It wasn't. Was Steve O? Somebody. Maybe it's a situation. I don't know. I don't like those roasts anyway. It's just not my scene. A bunch yeah. of people just getting up there and insulting the fuck out of each other. Like, what fun is that?
1: I, I find it fun to watch. I know what you mean, but I find it fun to watch. The weird thing here, though, is he just made a liver joke for some reason. Like, the one that I heard in the four seconds that it turned on was a liver joke about David Ortiz. I don't really understand that. But on the side, it says... uh benefiting the david ortiz children's fund i'm going oh that's the wrong thing for a roast buddy oh yeah that's (laughs) like oh here's all this money kids from the david ortiz children's fund and they're like oh how'd you get this like we can't tell you
2: (laughs) yeah well i was kind of like wonder that with like i don't know like rappers kids like Haley mathers do you think she can ever listen to her dad's music like Dad, what do you do for a living? Um, huh. I sing about wanting to murder your grandmother and your having a drug addiction and...
1: And also wanting your, to yeah, and actually fantasizing yeah. about murdering your mother. And by the way, you're my accomplice in a couple of them. You didn't know what we were doing. I just said, say that into the microphone and recorded it. Um, yeah. On the bright side, it's paying for your college. Oh, you have a scholarship for volleyball. Okay. Um... Shit.
2: yeah so i always kind of wonder how that goes i don't actually you know, know if like she has a scholarship
1: to... for it I, I know she used like somebody posted something online about volleyball and then it blew up into this big yeah. story that's, she, that's all i know i yeah. actually know about that
2: she played volleyball at michigan state oh
1: okay that's what it was
2: yeah uh but yeah that that's a whole thing and then like i guess it's okay for like will smith if you ever go back and listen to uh wild, wild West, by the way, the music, the, song, the, the like official album version has like a whole like intro skit where he's talking to little baby Jaden, it's adorable. And you're like, Oh my God, that's an icon living. <laughs> <laughs> and he's only five years old.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's funny to watch uh, the pursuit of happiness now and, and know that like the little kid in it is Jaden.
2: Oh yeah. Good yeah, for
1: a little Jaden, you're right. That one, that one worked out. His show was a hit, and in my opinion, well, like, in a good way. Uh, his, yeah, and his
2: kids can listen to his raps. None say, of them. his music
1: is like, like he may have been like kind of like the, you know, somewhat looked at kind of corny for a while because of the fact that you know he purposely he was wasn't. Yeah, but like, but like he was—I know it. Like his lyrics were the corny part. Like he didn't have any issues with like flow and showmanship or anything like that. It was—it was just specifically the lyrics. Yeah, and like he had DJ Jazzy Jeff. That like the music wasn't uh, wasn't subpar either.
2: No, yeah, it was just uh, the fact that yeah he was corny. But like, there was just nothing hard about what he was doing. Which is fine, I guess. I don't know. There's
1: a whole song about me- how he got in a fight, and so he had to move to live in Bel Air. Like, goddamn, yeah. you know how many fights I would have got in in school to get to there?
2: Yeah. To be fair, though, um, Jay Cole has a song about how he lost his virginity. So,
1: yeah, that's that's true. That that one felt more honest than corny, though.
2: Yeah. Also, I, I, I just, still don't like that song. I I, I love J. Cole, I don't like that song.
1: <laughs> unrelated. Know, it's,
2: it, it's it's so cringy. Anyway.
1: Yeah, unrelated. It's got a uh, notification. Usyk Nurkic stretchered off court after injuring leg in game versus Nets. So great.
2: Oh, nice. That'll be C- good. CT for... McCollum
1: is also injured. So.
2: Are you guys going to the playoffs?
1: Uh, if we do, it doesn't sound like we'll be there long.
2: Yeah, well, no one ever expects you guys to go along. Uh, but just getting there is, is the fun part. We're like the four seed. I don't know. I'm, I don't pay attention to that.
1: Yeah, well, we, we're like the we're like the four seed right now, which means that we're gonna get matched up with like the Clippers and lose.
2: Mm, that's brutal. But on the bright side, you can say that the Blazers, your team, went to the playoffs, and LeBron did not.
1: Hey, there we go
2: lebron will be spending like we're only we're not even in april yet and lebron's season is over that's amazing it's been so long since that's the case i think it's before lebron was in the league don't quote me on that but fairly sure it's accurate oh my god oh i just watched the video he snapped his leg oh my god oh yeah don't send that
1: oh my god Oh, it just fucking pops, dude. Oh, (laughs) Oh, that's so brutal. Oh, my God. Oh.
2: Yeah, going to pass on that one. Oh, God damn. Oh. Rest in peace, Nurkic. Oh
1: man! If he's back for the beginning of next year, I'll be surprised. Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> oh, I can't unsee that. No. Oh, you want to see it?
2: No, I'm kidding. I'm all. kidding.
1: I'm kidding. Jesus. No interest in that. Oh, I don't even want to show Tess it.
2: <laughs> I don't want it. I'm going to, but I don't want to. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm gonna go and say, "Hey, this is t- totally brutal, and it's the end of his season. Do you want to see this?"
2: No, you should. You should just go to her and be like, "Whoa, did you see this use of Nurkic highlight?"
1: Oh god. <laughs> I mean, really, I'm sure she's in another room, like listening to me right now. She's like, "I'm not watching that."
2: <laughs> Check the step back
1: from Nurkic. <laughs> it was more like a step down. Oh, he was just coming down had- off like a rebound and just. Mm. yeah okay um let's see i've got an apple watch let's check my heart rate (laughs) (laughs) she just texted me from the other room i'm not watching that
2: (laughs) (laughs) i I hate seeing those videos morbid curiosity usually gets the better of me but i can't stand it i think that's the problem that's why i should never show them
1: goodness that uh that must have hurt
2: i i bet (sighs) usually it doesn't feel good when you get card off on a stretcher
1: jesus christ if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the Nurkage leg injury and you like just totally nasty leg injuries you should go look that one up you'd be like oh (laughs) alex smith didn't look so bad
2: and that's not even the worst thing to happen to a basketball player in Portland, isn't that right, Cal Poly? Uh, they had a player. Happens. They had a player die when he was playing at Portland State. Oh shit. Shit. Yeah.
1: That's
2: the, it was, good idea. It was the thing. He, he had like a heart condition, so he wasn't yeah. spo- He shouldn't have been playing anyway. But like, it was his dream to play, and like the coach wanted to let him have his dream. He died doing kids, what he man. loved yeah exactly
1: I, I think uh i always do think it's interesting though how like nfl you'll, you'll get a player who gets comes in for like the combine or something and like the medical reveals like a heart condition or something it's like how'd y'all miss that at college like these are like state-of-the-art <laughs> <'Cause-> facilities yeah <laughs>
2: because they don't care about the student uh, athlete
1: apparently jesus christ is like just blatant negligence it's like the literally the first checkup this guy gets to go be like considered as an nfl player they're like by the way you have a heart condition that means that you cannot play football it's like oh good i'm glad i you made me play for two years to figure this out
2: because see you nailed it right there when you're in college you have if you're good, you have two to three years before you go. If you go into the pros, you have a much higher shelf life. They need to make sure that that product's going to keep working. But if you're just going to replace the, the kid in a year or two, fuck it. Yep. Who cares? We don't care about them Because we are the NCAA, and we fucking hate athletes. Well, yeah. see you guys later. should always stretch beforehand
1: right but i'm just saying stretching once won't save you but stretching over time would probably
2: oh yeah I'm, I'm just giving out a psa to all of our listeners if you're about to do anything athletic make sure to stretch it's much better th- to look like a fool for five minutes than to get an injury and end your day
1: and don't be like oh i'm just gonna bend over and okay yeah i feel that and i'll do the no like just count to 30 just do it
2: yeah do do it all you want to really loosen those hips because then you'll move better too
1: speaking speaking as somebody who's Still trying to recover from various injuries that probably could have been resolved by better uh, <laughs> better management. Taking better
0: care of yourself? Yeah. Yeah.
1: From the pulled hip flexor to the messed up back to blowing out my knee. Pretty sure all of that could have been avoided by just being better at, at body management from the
2: beginning.
0: Probably, there you go. but you're here Take now. Care.
2: Can, you, can you do me a favor real quick? Can you say, and now we know?
0: And now we know.
2: (laughs) And knowing is half the battle.
0: G.I. Joe!
2: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) There's our little G.I. Joe PSA. Oh!